You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I am joined today by Lori Ehrlich, and we are talking all about DIY marketing strategies that are simple, because as moms, we tend to overcomplicate everything. So without further ado, Lori, welcome into the podcast. Thank you so much, Amy. It's so nice to be here. It's so great to have you today. So tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do. Sure. So I'm the founder and chief strategist of Elevate Marketing Strategy, and um, my agency has been in business for about a year and a half. Beforehand, I worked mainly for nonprofits and small businesses, leading marketing departments for about 20 years. And after, you know, COVID and running crisis communications for my organization, 27 hours a day, um, you know, it really seeing what the dynamic was between me and my kids. I have a now nine and six-year-old, both boys. Um, You know, I was really looking for something different, something where I could really balance my love for the work that I'm doing alongside, you know, the needs of my kids. So that's sort of the journey that, um, that has led me to where I am today. And I'm currently servicing clients in the nonprofit, private school, as well as the small business realm. Um, So, you know, I'm excited to share, you know, some tips and tricks as far as how to uh, build and maintain your social media presence. I love it. So let's dive right in. What would you say are some of the simplest things we can do as mompreneurs when developing a social media strategy? Sure. And I think, you know, number one is to pick one channel, maybe two, that you know that you can dedicate your time and your efforts to. Um, You know, what I've seen with some small businesses is that they think that they need to be on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, on LinkedIn, you know, on Twitter, on YouTube, on everything, you know, and really given limited time, limited bandwidth, you know, limited resources, it's really important to identify where your target audience lives and really dedicate your efforts there because if you try and spread yourself too thin, you know, you're really not going to be effective on any channel. Right. And I see that all the time where people are trying to be everywhere and there's only so much time in a given day. So why not pick one and do that one really, really well? And, and two, knowing where your audience is at. Because if you're marketing to, you know, local senior citizens, chances are they're not going to be on Instagram just because you really love Instagram there may be a little bit of a mishmash, you know, with that. Exactly. And, you know, what I would recommend, and you don't need to take too deep of a dive into this, but, you know, 
go to our trusty friend Google and find out, you know, if your target audience is moms like yourselves, you know, who are between the ages of, you know, let's say 30 and 45, for example, chances are they're going to be on Instagram. You know, if you're going for more of a business to business type audience, LinkedIn might be the place for you. Um, you know, if you're trying to be a catch all, then, you know, then that might be Facebook. But, you know, you might also be targeting Gen Z who is living primarily on TikTok and maybe Instagram. So it's really important to know where that target audience lives. Because if you're creating content and posting and nobody's seeing it and nobody cares, then, then those efforts are going to waste and that's time wasted for you. Oh my gosh, such a good point because, you know, it is easy to chase those shiny objects, especially when a new platform comes out. It's like, all right, well, I'm really comfortable on Instagram. I know Instagram inside and out, I feel, but then, oh gosh, should I be on TikTok? You know, you, you start to see these shiny objects and it's like, oh, but is my target audience really there? Is what I'm doing really going to be beneficial there? So really asking yourself those questions is key, like you said. Right. Like I remember when Clubhouse came out Yes, and everybody was clamoring for an invite and they were in all these rooms and they were making all of these connections. And if you weren't on Clubhouse, you apparently weren't cool. And then it just all fall up, fell apart. And yeah. now it's on Clubhouse. So yeah. um, I think it's also really important that once you find that channel or, you know, channels that's appropriate for you, to set a content plan that's sustainable. You know, I don't recommend to any of my clients that they be posting every single day. It's not necessary. And, you know, there might, um, it's also possible that your audience just doesn't demand that kind of content from you. So it might take a little bit of throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. Um, you know, maybe you, maybe you start posting twice a week if you have a massive amount of engagement and a massive amount of content ideas. Maybe you up that to three or four days a week. But, you know, regardless of what any Instagram, you know, guru says, for example, or any social media gurus, if they're saying you need to be posting every day, you need to be posting twice a day, that information is really rooted in absolutely zero data. Exactly. Thank you. And I think moms around the world just had a big sigh of relief because we do, we get these false narratives in our head and we're like, okay, um, the algorithm, I have to make the algorithm happy. Well, if you're just posting like junk just to post, people right. are going to get that. They're going to get that feeling from you. Like you're serving people, not an algorithm. So can we just get past this, this false narrative we keep telling ourselves you're serving people, not computers. Exactly. And people get so stressed out about, you know, the algorithm and my posts aren't be serve, aren't serving organically. And I have to be spending, for example, an hour a day engaging on Instagram. <laughs> and oh my God, what if I get a negative comment? All of these things can be dealt with. You know, you can spend, if you if you want to engage on Instagram and in, in a lot of ways, you know, that's what will get your posts more shown organically, you can spend five minutes engaging in posts, five minutes engaging in stories, five minutes engaging in whatever hashtags that you're using and be done. Right. Um, you know, on Facebook, yes, you should be responding to every comment. And no, you should not delete a negative comment because that will only start a negative conversation and a rabbit hole that you just simply don't want to go down. 
you know, if there is a negative comment, for example, I would recommend responding back and saying, I will private message you and I'm happy to, to take this conversation offline. So your following knows that you're paying attention to this and the person that might've had a negative experience knows that you will be able to have a one-to-one -one conversation with them. Yes, such a valuable tip. And that does make the whole experience better and less stressful. And when it's less stressful, we're more likely to sustain those strategies that we put into place. So how do you recommend that we start to develop a social media strategy? Does sure. it have to be complicated? It really doesn't have to be complicated and it doesn't have to be this extensive document with pages of research and pages of information. It can, you know, at a minimum, it can be a one pager that identifies what your target audience is, where they live socially, um, how, what your content cadence is going to be, and most importantly, what those content categories are that you're going to be posting about. Because what you really want to build, you want to build consistency, you want to build trust, and you want people to get to know your business. Um, you know, what I've seen with a lot of organizations, small businesses, medium-sized businesses, lots of different kinds of businesses, is from the moment they start posting on social media, they expect to prompt conversions, where you have to take the time to A, share about your business, your mission, your vision, your values, what problems you solve for your consumer, and that takes time. Individuals don't they don't see, you know, your messages all the time, or even if they see them, it might just go completely over their heads, given what they're experiencing at that given moment. So they need to see your messages six, seven, eight, nine times, which can be frustrating, but the more trust you build and the more awareness you build, when you do have those calls to action, purchase this, call me, I wanna sell you A, B, C, D, and E, then they'll be like, oh, I know that person, I know that company, maybe a friend mentions it to them and the awareness is there and they feel more um, more empowered to, to make that decision to, to reach out to you. Right, and I love how you said, you know, this is a long game and it's important to be consistent because we're so used to getting instant gratification. You know, we get the likes, we get the comments, we get the shares, but the conversions, nurturing and building those relationships, it's not overnight like we all think it is. You know, we think it should just be as easy as, all right, I've got a thousand followers. Okay, I have a thousand clients. No, that's not how it works. Right, exactly. And, you know, I think what's also really important is to front load as much content as you can mm -hmm. at any given time. If you, and, and I have fallen into this trap as well, but if you try, let's say you're going to post three times a week. If you're waiting until that Monday morning, Wednesday morning, Friday morning, for example, to create your content, rather than trying to batch it into once a week, once every two weeks, once a month, you end up being more efficient. We're trying to work smarter, not harder. So that that's definitely another tip that I would suggest trying. And it's hard. And it might take you three or four months and maybe one month you do it, the next month you don't, and the next month you try it again. But don't get frustrated if, you know, if you do it one month, then the next month you have something going on in your personal life or your client work is getting really busy. Just, you know, dust off your knees and try again. And you also that. want to be, you want to be tracking your analytics. You want to be looking to see um, what your engagement rates are like, 
is your following increasing? And I, I want to caution for a sec that your following isn't everything. It's your yes. following plus your engagement. Are your posts being seen? Is your reach increasing? And using that data to make decisions as to how you can improve and continue building in the future. So, so powerful. So many things that you just said. I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. You know, try it again. You know, keep trying. I love that because that's what we tell our kids. You know, if, when that's they don't do something well, hey, guess what? We're going to keep practicing these math facts. We're going to keep practicing riding your bike. We're going to keep, you know, we need to give ourselves a little bit of grace. It's okay if it's not perfect. Guess what? It's going to go by the wayside in a week anyways. You know, it, it, we put so much pressure on ourselves to be so perfect. It's fine. You know, dust yourself off and try something else if something's not working. And thank you too for talking about analytics and data because mm -hmm. it can tell you so much and that can tell you, okay, guess what? People engaged a lot with this post. So hey, hint, hint, next month, do more of that. The next yeah. time, you know, let's stop reinventing the wheel because it's driving ourselves crazy. And then also that that follower count, you know, that bright, shiny object that we think is like the most powerful thing. I, unless you're getting conversions from it, it's just, it's just a metric. It's just a shiny object, you know, look right. at your engagement. That's what truly matters. So so important. What are your thoughts? I'm just curious to get your opinion on this of going viral. So many people are trying to, you know, hop on the trends and do this because they want to go viral so that they get these huge follower counts. What's your, what's your thought on that? So in terms of really going viral to up your follower counts, if they're not engaging with you, then it can, you can end up getting penalized yeah. because, you know, as we just talked about, Follower count isn't everything. And you want people who are invested in you, who are invested in your business, whether they're purchasing or not. It never hurts to have ambassadors. It never, help, it never excuse me, hurts to have people that are just on your side, being your cheerleader. And again, the more that these people are hearing about your business, when something comes up in conversation, maybe it's on the soccer field, maybe it's at a school PTA meeting, it's, oh, well, Amy does that, you know, why don't you reach out to her, whether the referrer is your, is your customer or not? Yes. And those are conversations we have all the time as moms. I can't okay. tell you how many times it's like, I, I was asking my sister-in-law, Hey, you know, do you know anybody that's doing, you know, these, these new workouts? And she's like, Oh yeah, I follow a girl or, Oh yeah, I know somebody that can help you with this. Or, you know, we're always having those conversations. So don't underestimate the power of it. You're creating that brand awareness through social media. And two, don't be afraid to give away value. You yeah. know, I, I think sometimes we think that we have to keep everything a secret. Well, you think about it, you can literally Google anything, right? You can literally learn anything you wanted to know online. It's a blessing and a curse of the world we're living in. You know, and back in my day, we had to go to the library to look things up in the encyclopedia to do a book report and look in the car catalog. But now everything's digital. And I think sometimes as business owners, we get scared of providing value because, well, if I give them value, they're just going to do it and they won't need me. I think the opposite's true. What are your thoughts? I love giving a window into what you do. You yeah. know, maybe it's a one sheeter, maybe it's a tip sheet, maybe it's something else, maybe it's an image template. 
that if they feel like they're getting value from who you are, and it might take a couple of times, you know, for them to download a freebie or, you know, to pull a tip from your social media posts, when they do need your product or service, they'll come back to you. Yes. Because you've already helped them. Exactly. And that right there is priceless. You know, it's worth every little bit of time to create that freebie because it's like, oh yeah, she helped me out. So yeah, she's the expert in my mind. I'm going to her for help. Exactly. And you're also making it easy. You're putting these things at somebody's fingertips. Yes, you can Google whatever you want, but if they're following you on a social media channel and it's right there, If, you know, there's a link to the freebie or if you're on Instagram, if it's in your bio or if it lives on LinkedIn, it's easy access. So you're cutting down the amount of time that it takes to find something and you're literally putting something in someone's hands, which I think is so important, especially as a busy mom. It it truly is. And last thing I want to touch upon, do you have any recommendations for free or low cost tools that we can utilize in our businesses as busy mompreneurs? Yes, absolutely. And I love this question because there are so many things that you can do a free trial or there is a free service. Um, Social media schedulers, you know, are a great example. Um, If you're solely using Facebook and Instagram, Meta Business Suite is completely free and it gives you a lot of metrics that are completely accessible. Um, If you need video, for example, and you're not a videographer, there's lots of tools that you can use. Canva. Um, Canva is a great example. And I was just talking to a small business client about this this morning um, because you wanna diversify the number of, of, excuse me, of media types that you're using. And video, of course, is king. But maybe you don't have video footage, but you can easily take a carousel of still images, put them in Canva, animate them, and download it as an MP4 file And all of a sudden you have a video. Maybe you attach some music to it, maybe you don't. Um, You know, I would also suggest having some kind of project management tool just so you can track what you're doing. You can set to have automated reminders, which of course you can snooze and change and whatever. So that takes some discipline. But whether that's the free versions of Asana, of ClickUp, of, of Trello, of Monday, there's so many different ones to explore and choose from. But I think that, you know, having this little package of, again, tools that are helping you work smarter and not harder can only help with maximizing your business efficiencies. Love it. So moms, it's not as hard as we're all making it out to be. Take the things you learned today and implement them and you will see changes in your business. Lori, this was an amazing conversation. I think you took so much weight off of so many of our listeners' shoulders today and that knowing, okay, it's all right. Let's just keep trying. It doesn't have to be perfect. We've got this. So where can we learn more about you and get into your world? Yes, of course. So I do have a website, which is elevatemarketingstrategy.com. I am also on Instagram at Elevate Marketing Strategy. Um, And you're also welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, My first name is Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, and last name is Ehrlich, E-H-R-L-I-C-H. Awesome. Thank you so much again for taking the time to share your value with our community today. And thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. It sure was. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. 
Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 